All right, so I'm going to start this episode with a disclaimer. This is going to be a pretty long intro. Before we get to the actual content of today's episode, I have lots to cover and tell you about since we last spoke. Firstly, hi, hello, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I made an announcement about a month and a half ago on Instagram saying that I would be taking this break in order to really reconnect with the content that I want to put out there, Uh, sit down, do some learning, brainstorming, creation, of course. In the meantime, I've also been to another podcast conference. So if you were listening this time last year, you know that I went to PodFest um, in Orlando in person in 2020, the beginning of it, just before everything closed down. And this time was virtual, so I went and I learned a bunch of wonderful things that I am going to be bringing to you guys very, very soon. So with that being said, we are starting our next wave of episodes. This is still season two, but given that there's this next new block, I do want to say if you aren't already caught up on all the previous episodes up until the last one, which was all about the COVID vaccine and possible reinfection and what that could be like, I highly, highly recommend that you catch up on all of those because today's episode marks the beginning of the next 12 episodes. So this, again, we we drop episodes once a week. So this will be going well into the beginning of summer. So I'm so excited for you guys to see all of this. And I know I say this phrase, I'm so excited all the freaking time. But just so you know, This next block is really what I feel is the next level. And I know I say this a lot too, um, but every time I take a break and do some thinking and relearning and really explore all of the possible um, options that I have with content creation on the show, I really realize how much more I want to do. And so with this next block, I really think we're going to touch into more of the wellness, more of the I wouldn't necessarily say spirituality. Um, I will reference some of those things, but I've been doing lots of reading on self-improvement. So I want to bring you more personal wellness content as it ties back to the science. So we're still keeping that theme of season two going, but just in a more personable way. You guys know I'm very growth oriented, and I think that will really, really show through in this next uh, set of episodes. So I almost forgot to introduce myself (laughs) before we get started with today's episode. I am Amy J. I am the host of Brain Meets Mind. So thank you for tuning in once again. Welcome back. If you're returning, if you're brand new, hello. It's so nice to meet you. I'm so glad that you're joining me for this series. Today, I'm here with a different type of episode. I told you all I wanted to get more personal this season. And so I'm doing an all about me episode inspired by the questions that you guys had sent me on Instagram stories. So I put up a story with a little question section. And I told you guys to drop exactly what you wanted to know, whether it be about the podcast, whether it be about my journey, about me, more about uh, neuroscience, a topic that you're curious about. And literally most of these questions were about me. So I thought I would do a separate episode on 10 things that you didn't know about me. Whether you know me personally or not, I'm sure there's a lot to take away for everyone. I couldn't just stick to 10 questions because you guys sent me so many, and they were such great questions too, so I decided to throw in a bonus one as well. So we'll really be doing 11 almost, but we'll just stick to 10 for the sake of the title of the episode. (laughs) Without further ado, let's dive right in. I can't wait to share a little bit more about me with you guys.
All right, so this episode is long overdue because we just hit one and a half years of the podcast, and we are coming up on year number two being complete pretty soon this upcoming November, so I thought it was about time that we sat down and talked about the voice of the person behind every single episode of Brain Meets Mind that you've ever listened to. So the first question is describe yourself in one word. I'm going to have to pick two words here. The first one is conversationalist which is basically a fancy term for someone who really likes having intellectual conversation. So that's conversation that scratches deeper than the surface. I love connecting with people on things that we all relate to in some way or another, despite our different experiences and things. I think human connection is really based upon a lot of the emotions that we go through, whether it be things like feelings that are contributing to anxiety or depression or even feelings of joy. You know, like we all have these memories of certain things that have happened in our lives and they make us feel a certain type of way. And while those experiences might have been different, the memories that we associate with them, sometimes other people can relate to them too. So I really do think that talking about things like that and realizing, especially when it comes to mental health conversation, when you realize that there's other people that are also going through similar things, you realize that you're not alone. And I think there's so, so, so much power in that. And I actually put together an entire episode on uh, conversationalists and that entire idea of how talking about things is actually good for the language centers in our brains. So I'll have a separate episode on that. But basically, conversationalist would be that first word. And the second one would be authentic. I am someone who's incredibly real, not just with myself, but with others too. If you call me looking for sugar-coated advice or, you know, like something that you want to hear, you're probably not going to get what you want to hear. I'm someone who's very, I tell it like it is. Um, so my friends have learned that, especially over the years. Not like in a bad way. I'm still emotionally receptive, of course, but I will not sugarcoat anything. Um, if I see something wrong, I will say something for sure. Number two says, how did you come to find neuroscience? Okay, so this I could go on for years about, literally years, forget days. I think the short answer would be football, and the long answer would be the case of Aaron Hernandez, which led me to wonder how a mechanical impact to the head could cause a potential psychological effect, and... This was really inspired by things that I saw that were quite common in the NFL, not just for Aaron Hernandez, but for other players that had also experienced repetitive concussions. And they had also experienced, unfortunately, run-ins with the law and had criminal investigations carried out against them, too. So it made me realize maybe there are things like depression, anxiety that are occurring because of some kind of physical impact to the head. And unfortunately, depression, anxiety... Uh, these NFL players are at a higher risk for compared to us who like normal people that don't play football. And so that just led me to wonder, how can I connect the ideas of structure and function? And that's something that I've explored extensively through the podcast, through my own research. That was what my undergraduate thesis was about. And then I've also done research on aging in elderly populations. And then my most recent project has been about brain cancer and why treating it is incredibly difficult. Question number three, how long do you plan to continue the podcast? Oh my gosh, as long as I can. I've tried to stay consistent with episodes, you guys, but you know, life happens sometimes. Sometimes I need a break. We all need a break. And I can reassure you though that I'm going to keep going as long as I can. I have lots of fresh content. So many ideas that I'd literally brainstormed before I even started this entire thing almost two years ago now. 
and I still haven't even used some of those topics. So there's lots of inspiration left. It's just a matter of sticking to my word and cranking out those episodes, um, even when sometimes I have a lot on my plate. Number four, how do you balance a podcast with your busy life? So I've discussed being in school, but my close friends know that on top of school, I also get eight hours and 35 minutes of sleep every single night. I have my days planned down to the hour. I eat healthy for the most part. I love cooking, lifting, sunset walks, all of those things. So wanting to do everything sometimes requires a lot of balance. And that's something I learned in undergrad. I was sometimes a little too involved, I would say. I had a leadership position. I was president of an organization every single year that I was in college. I went to lots of conferences, did tons of research, and then I had a few 20 credit semesters too. So on top of that, I think the hard part was finding time for those that I cared about. And I still made an effort to go home to see family twice a month too. And I worked a job also for every semester except for one. So I think, I don't mean that in a pretentious way or anything. It's just to show you that I feel like having done all of that, balancing a podcast with school now and like just gymming and eating and taking a little bit of time for myself, that seems like a very doable thing compared to everything I did in the past. So my life now is definitely a lot more structured, but I have a lot less distractions. And so that way I can keep my goal in focus and really focus on the pod when I need to. Questions five and six kind of go hand in hand, so I'll intertwine them. Five says, what is your nationality? And six says, what is something that you struggled with while growing up? So for nationality, I am of Indian descent. I was born and raised in the United States. I've never been to India myself, which is something a lot of people don't actually know about me. I've never set foot on Indian territory. I love Indian culture, however. I love the music. I love the food, the clothing, everything, all the good stuff at least. Society will be its own thing, but I think it's like that in every culture, you know? I do think that something that I struggled with for a very long time was being able to balance my Indian identity with my American one. And I don't think that this is talked about enough when it comes to my generation. I know being an immigrant is incredibly hard, but being the child of an immigrant is also pretty difficult. You're basically thrown into a melting pot, so to speak, of two different cultures, but it's very hard growing up when you're living at least in the American community and you don't feel accepted there because you look like an Indian, but then you go to an Indian community event and they think you're not cultured enough to be an Indian, if that makes sense. And so I would like to argue I can actually speak completely fluent Gujarati. I was introduced to my spirituality because of my Indian culture. Um, I can cook Indian food, all those fun things that I love about Indian culture. But it's just something that I really struggled with growing up. It was very hard to find that you can have a gray. It doesn't have to be black and white. You don't have to fit into either or. You can still have a balance of both worlds right in the middle. I think this is something that a lot of Indian American children will go through as well. Some don't discuss it as openly as I probably am right now, but I think a lot of us grow up being shy about our cultures, and I just honestly wish that we would embrace it a lot sooner than we probably do and realize that our uniqueness is where we come from and it makes us who we are. And why hide something that literally makes you you because you're not like anyone else because of it. So I just hope there's someone out there listening that feels like they can relate to that and hopefully seek some insight from that. 
Question seven says, what do you do in your free time? A lot of things, but I really do love writing, especially for the show, but also free writing and journaling about whatever's on my mind. I think writing is a great way for ourselves to reground and really connect with our minds because during the day, it seems like there's a million different things going on. And sometimes we come home with that stress. And at the end of the day, when those kinds of things are still looming over your head, I just think it makes us more restless sometimes before going to sleep. So I really like taking a pen to paper right before bed and just writing whatever's on my mind, letting my thoughts flow. And once all that's kind of out on paper, I feel like I've released that energy and I'm really ready to wake up the next day with a fresh mindset and start all over again. Number eight, if you could have someone famous, living or dead, on your podcast, who would it be and why? This one's definitely an easy one. I'm kind of cheating because I'm giving you three names, but it's one organization. It's Thomas, Matt, and Amar from Yes Theory. And if you haven't heard about Yes Theory, it's a channel on YouTube. And these three guys are kind of like the faces of the group. And then they have an entire team that helps them create content and really showcase their mission. And they just have such a fresh energy and a wonderful young perspective on life. They've traveled so much and all of their content revolves around the idea of seeking discomfort. My friends have heard me say this all the time, but I think when you seek discomfort and break another barrier that might be holding you back because of a fear that you have, once you overcome that fear, I said unstoppable before, but you're literally like double unstoppable. Like it's crazy how much overcoming your fears can can do. And today's post on Instagram is actually a picture of me wearing one of their Seek Discomfort shirts and it says love over fear. And I love that so much. That phrase has literally changed my entire life along with Seek Discomfort. They have a deeper level of intellectual connection and they just communicate that in such a profound way. Their content is fun to watch and it just makes me want to be a better person and open up my mindset to be more inclusive and willing to learn. And I think a conversation about all of that would be so, so fun to do on the show. Question number nine is what is your favorite episode? This one has to be the one about being mortal by Dr. Atul Gawande. I had written an entire episode about the idea of the independent self, which is a topic that Dr. Gawande talks about extensively throughout the book. The whole thing is basically centered around that. And you should totally go listen to that episode. I'll link it in the show notes. That is hands down the best episode I've ever written, produced, reflected upon, the best book that I've ever read because it's so intellectual growth oriented, but also very practical about when it comes to end of life treatment. And it's just like a medical book. So it inspires my interest in that way too. The last question is, if you could be paid to do anything for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? I have thought for a very, very long time that it would be so, so cool to become a NASCAR driver. And you're probably thinking, what in the world, Amy, a NASCAR driver? I love adrenaline and I think that's where it comes from. I love a good rush and I'm also a huge fan of scary movies. So that kind of goes hand in hand. Honestly, it would be super fun to also be an actress in a horror movie and then be the one that has to run away from the scary person. I don't know. I just, I just love a good adrenaline rush. And when it comes to driving fast cars and watching scary movies, I love both of those. I also love surprises, fun fact. And then the bonus question. So this was something few people would guess about you. Maybe 
maybe my fascination with cars. I really do love cars, like learning about them, how they work, shopping for them, maintaining them, driving them. I'm a huge fan of sport mode. And I guess this kind of comes from the NASCAR driver part, I guess. (laughs) Oh, man, that would be fun. The NASCAR driver thing. Maybe I'll reconsider that. Maybe I'll do that when I retire. I'll set another new record there. That brings me to the end of today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed this one. I had lots of fun. This one was so much less scripted, a little less science, a little more me, a little more fun. I don't know. I just, I enjoyed it a lot. I hope you did too. So I will be back with a brand new episode this time next week. I will say if you aren't already following Brain Meets Mind on social media, be sure to do that. It's at Brain Meets Mind podcast on Instagram. I'm so excited. So we'll we'll keep in touch on Instagram in the meantime. But I will see you on Wednesday for another brand new episode. Bye.